from the Fifth Element Podcast Network and Central Source. I am Charlie Taylor, and this is In Search of Source. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you've all had a good week in the circumstances. And uh, yeah, if you guys listened to last week's episode, 5VPN Special, you know that this was coming. Uh, this is basically uh, an extend, extended uh, edition of the 5VPN Special in some ways. Uh, basically, we had uh, obviously Brandon, Ryan, Mickey, Tyler, Jashima uh, through with me uh, to just talk about the year and uh, only wanted half an hour for the 5pm special but we obviously re- well, <laughs> evidently we recorded a little bit more than that uh, this one's about half an hour's worth and uh, yeah so we just carried on talking basically just kept it rolling kept the kept the kept the recorder going and uh, we talk about uh, a variety of things such as uh, the future of what we want from 2021 personally and for the podcast itself uh, pieces pieces we most enjoyed uh, from 2020 and uh, yeah just a few stuff a few other things in between that and uh, yeah so this is just an exclusive for you guys this is just for the search source listeners so I hope you enjoy this one I'm sure you will uh, a lot of banter a lot of banter and uh, just a lot of uh, feel good stuff as well so um, with that said without further ado let's just jump right in this is the fab five and me uh, continuing our chop up uh, right after the cut I made from uh, the 5VPN special. Uh, so, just to say, if you didn't listen to last week's 5VPN special, go listen to that and then come back straight to this one. Uh, but for those who are already caught up, let's jump right in. Hope you enjoy. <laughs> All aliens are time I'm going to cut it here. Just throwing it out there. Do you. I'm going to cut it here, but do you. The highlight of the year is the outro. Name 30th of the month. December 21st happens. Oh, And then 31st. So the powers and the aliens. That's what's going to happen. Tyler, rising moon is all fucked up. I'm a Pisces rising, by the way. So like, this oh is- my god! Oh my gosh! We're getting everything I hate right now. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> oh gosh! I hate astrology so much. Fuck I know absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I can't! I can't! It's just oh, I can't! I can't! I can't! I can't! Ryan. Please speak for me, Blood. Blood. Um, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. What do you want me to say? Help, help. Give me, give me some, <laughs> give me a science fact I can believe it. Give me something concrete. <laughs> Light is real. Oh shit. <laughs> See, whatever. Like, See that degree science, was worth it. <laughs> Whatever Charlie's sign is, that's why he's avoiding the problems in front of him right now. I'm, t- I'm not even gonna tell you. I ain't gonna tell you. You ain't giving me no charts, no nothing. I ain't gonna tell you shit. I ain't telling me my birthday. I ain't giving you specific time. I ain't giving you nothing. You ain't gonna get nothing from me. So good. You're gonna have to guess. Guess. Yeah. Guess. Guess. Guess, guess by the vibe I give off. Oh, I'm crying. That is funny. 
<laughs> that's funny. That funny so are we are we doing our top fives or uh are we not yeah let's do i want to do a top one at least like articles like that we've written and that we've read or okay. like other people on central source fine britain shit <laughs> that's the most depressing thing like i, I was literally like articles was... that we've written <sighs> Yeah, no, 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 just like if they you don't have written science, I have written shit this year. I didn't write anything on the notes yet. You've done other projects, other creative things. Yeah, don't like top thing that you've done this year. Then, like, what? Yeah. All right, then. All right, uh, okay, I'll give you that. That's fine. I could do that. But yeah, we'll do, we'll do a top one. Uh, for be, me, or Ryan, did you give it? You go for you. Yeah, I'll give it up because um, my um, Milo piece I really liked because I finished it. Like I was working it for like a year. But my Otis Mensa piece that I talk about all the time, like I just love having that conversation with Otis and it just gave me all the nutrients. You know, when you do something, it just gives you nutrients. Yeah, that's what that was for me. It's like, I felt like I grew like strong and healthy bones after that. Live tweet when Ryan talks, being like, it gave me nutrients, quote Ryan Gore. <laughs> <laughs> Really beautiful, concise thing. Yeah, that was wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, are we ju- we're just doing our favorites right now. We're not doing that and the article that we like the most. Oh, oh, oh. My favorite non-me article was probably um, the, it has to be Mickey's James Blake one then. Like, uh, that was such uh, a bag. Oh, guess, guess, guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was such a bag. Like, when you told me it was James Blake, and then we got a, a James Blake story the other day from a. From oh my a, God, I forgot about like, that. That was so Oh, good. yeah. <laughs> it all came together. Yeah. Well, then, I mean, you know, I feel like that's a great segue for me to say that my favorite piece was Ryan's Otis Mensa piece. Oh my God. Your favorite thing you wrote was the James Blake. Is there, is there, I'm not going to hold you though. That is not, that is not just a gas for a gas. Like I have told Ryan multiple times that it's far and away my favorite thing that he's ever. It does that. And it it also, for, for those people, whoever is listening who has not read his Otis Mensa piece, the thing that specifically did slap about it for me this year was um, because it, directly related to the kind of move that I've made out of New York into a smaller kind of place um, with the intention of all of the shit that we've just been talking about of having more space to think and focus on the things that I want to focus on Um, and kind of you know and Brandon was kind of talking about this too but Ryan and Otis break it down into more kind of capitalism sense it's like breaking from the confines of that you know necessary production um in order to really focus on the core value of of what you want to uh put out so yeah that's definitely really actually up there as one of my favorite articles of this year but i feel like i would be remiss if i didn't shout out the article that brandon and ryan know is also my other favorite which is the the south past present and future from npr um and there's like one paragraph about um it's written by um um brianna Um, Brianna Younger from NPR and uh yeah there's a paragraph about kind of relating like where New York is the place where hip-hop was birthed but the south is um I'm now I'm gonna forget the the term she used and not do it justice but she she's uses a very good um word to describe you know what the south really means um to the core of hip-hop um and kind of relates it to the racial history of 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 America um but yeah that was just the most important piece um, for me to read and and uh, 
it was really well composed and it's just an intro to a bigger kind of conversation about um southern hip-hop by npr journalists um but now i guess i gotta say what my favorite is and <laughs> that i so i don't want to i mean i don't want to repeat the james blake thing but that was you know that was combined like i really loved writing that piece but i think there's like there's other pieces that I feel like almost were more fulfilled kind of a different thing in my own writing. Um, I, I think the, I didn't write a lot of op-eds this year, really, which it, in the last few months of last year, actually that was kind of the core of what I was writing. Um, but I did write that piece, the um, rapper's movement to media, which I really genuinely do feel like, um, was of my favorite pieces to write because I think my favorite things to write are when I find a kind of specific pattern in something that I feel like I can specifically expand upon. Um, and I didn't feel like I had nearly enough opportunities where I felt like my, I wanted to do that with my voice this year, but I really did feel like I did in that piece. So yeah, that's, that's also one of my favorite pieces I wrote this year. Oh, nice. Uh, Brandon, you go on. Shit, I was still thinking. <laughs> um, I'll go to someone else if you want. <laughs> yeah, pass it, pass it. I'll come back to me. My oh. favorite piece I wrote was probably on grief, Brown Girl Magazine. It was probably one of the more memorable pieces I've ever written, but I think it resonated with a lot of people, which was cool to hear. Um, and then my favorite piece, I think it might be Andre G's piece on Andre G's piece. Mm -hmm. I say G. It's G. He, he said it's, it's G. Probably G. Uh, Andre's piece on all rap is political was huge. And I think probably arguably one of the best written pieces I've read all year. Facts. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite piece that we that we covered and I um, that I got to read was Neil Smith's um, Sade piece. That Sade piece is honestly one of my favorite things I have read in so long. Like, that's easy. Talk about for me too. poetry on poetry on poetry. I still have like some quotes from it, like saved in my phone. I was like, if I could like somehow incorporate this into like give this to like I don't know somehow give this another life because this is her piece was awe inspiring. I literally wrote a poem right after that. I was like, this is, this is amazing. Um, and, I, and she deserves all the flowers. I, I, if someone has not read this already, please do. Please check it out. It's another um, piece. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Mickey also solidified himself as the NPR guy. And that's another, that's a, that's a noteworthy thing. Um, <laughs> um, but my favorite piece that I think I wrote this year was probably the Nora interview. Um, just because that was a long time coming. Like we connected around this time last year through uh, the Why We Like It series. Took me about a month or so to like finally write it. But afterwards, the relationship that me and her fostered through it is amazing. And just and, and seeing where my friend is, um, where she is now, and got and getting to see her drop that project and the um, and getting some little nuggets out of that, that was just a great. That was a great time. All right, my turn. So um, the reason it was hard for me is because the one the piece that comes to my mind the most as like my favorite thing I've read this year 
wasn't written this year. And it was um, Yo Phillips, um, Every Rapper is Gonna Die and So Will I for oh, DJ Booth. I think it was like 2016. And he wrote this. Hold up. <laughs> so, so, so you get me for having a, a, a remastered project. <laughs> this is why it was roast me on Slack and now you're doing this. <laughs> Brandon, I've got things written in 2020. I've got a contemporary. I've got a contemporary 2020 piece too. But this was okay. my, this was my favorite thing I read this year. Okay. Um, <laughs> just because he paints this beautiful talk about like death and how artists process death and what it means to an artist to have memorable work and that like really just like resonated with me. But my yeah. favorite my favorite 2020 piece because I, I had to think there's been some really good ones um is thomas hobbs profile on o3 greedo of o3 greedo is running west coast rap from prison i don't think that's the exact title but it's in dazed uh it's by thomas hobbs and i've just never seen well first of all like the journalist nerd in me is like the difficulty of actually like getting that interview uh hobbs told us that he did it over like five or six ten minute calls that were of course through greedo to prison that had to be like dial one person to then dial another person and then record the interview across like three different phones. So just the difficulty in it, but then also like in how much more it built my relationship with an artist that I really loved and did it in such a, just such a beautiful, like poetic way that he like laid out this story. It was just incredibly well done. Um, and as someone who like wants to, focus on like profiling like specifically like i love the idea of interviews and profiling uh, i think this is like one of the most well done profiles i've ever read and it's sort of become like an objective for me and like any profiling i do in the future and then, yeah, we talked about on my first podcast episode because i think that might yeah, have been one of my favorite conversations of all time too Ooh, that's a lie though, because the conversation with Elliot about radio play was also a really good one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, I mean, I'll do podcasts just because um, I, I literally haven't, like, the only things I've written have been screenplays, and I can't really exactly boast <laughs> that. Um, uh, I guess uh, for outside, um, I would say. Um, I'd say the season finale of uh, of Dissect's uh, damn damn season, um, because I remember listening to that so vividly, um, just because it was an album that I was just that when I initially listened to it, I knew there was something more to it, but I just couldn't like quite catch it. Um, obviously, I could have just done the research for it, but I was like, no, nah, I'm lazy. Let's just wait for Dissect to do it because I know he's going to do it at some point, but. Um, yeah, when the season finale came through, after listening to all the episodes, it came. It really just rounded it off, really for me, and really gave me some genuine perspective on like what is a, in some ways, a very underrated album, um, in terms of just what it is, and uh, you know, obviously it's uh, more probably more listenable than something like T-Pair, but um below that just underneath the layers is just like extraordinary and it gave me the um idea for science um using science called chiastic structure which i'm which i'm really want to do someday but, uh, but probably not probably not in uh, uh, right now as for any of the 5 vpn shows i've done um i mean there's there's a lot because like 
I remember doing the Mac one. We did a Mac retrospective, and it was obviously bought after he died, obviously, but it was we literally recorded it like 10 minutes before the news of Kobe dying came through. Um, so that was just heavy <laughs> doing a whole episode about someone like Mac Miller, and they're just like, Yeah, Kobe died 10 minutes ago. Um, but apart from that, I think, um, I'm just going to homer myself instead. Uh, the Wasker episode, like after just everything going on uh, with George Floyd and that, and it was like days after I went to a protest for the first time. Um, what's it? What's it called? Episode eight. Yeah, it's called "Pulling the Knife Out, Seal the Wound," and like it was, it was unedited, and it was just like you know streams of thought from me um, because I just felt like I needed that. Um, I had a bit of a breakdown like a couple of days beforehand, um, like a genuine one. I don't think I've had one before then, um, not to that level anyway. And it was just something that was highly necessary for me and just my, I guess, personal therapy. Cause it was actually, someone said, someone said to me, um, I think it was Ben actually. I think he said like a friend said to, said to him that people do podcasts because they can't afford therapy. And you know <laughs> what? Not, not, not far off. It ain't far off. <laughs> it ain't far off. Because like you know, I, I've I have been doing this partly because I just enjoy doing it, and you know, I enjoy just speaking on the shit I feel like talking about, and it's something that I've really been uh, locking in on in recent years. Because previously I was very docile. Like it was it was just whatever people gave me um, from a lot of in a lot of factors. But that particular episode, episode eight, was just like really something that I was proud of because listening back to it still like really gave me that clarity on everything. And it was probably the most clear I've been on a lot of things. And, uh, you know, obviously the pull the knife out is a connection to the uh, Malcolm X, uh, uh, Malcolm X uh, quote where he's talking about if you've been stabbed eight inches and they've only pulled the knife out six is that progress and clearly it's not so um you know it's it's just something that really you know uh got me uh through and gave me clarity in a lot of ways and uh you know in, in connection to what we were talking about earlier in terms of uh, i think i think jashman mentioned uh how this year has given us time to actually individually see ourselves look in the mirror in a way and grow in a certain way in a probably a much better way. And then the same, uh, in the same uh, cluster Brandon saying, you know, taking stuff into next year and stuff like that. I feel like that was a moment where, you know, it was just realizing what either was important to yourself Um and for me, that thing is education right now. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just it's just it's just something that I feel like personally I, I want to keep going with. And uh, you know, in some ways, you know, this show in particular, and well, all of the shows to be honest, I feel um, have a educational element to it because, as you guys obviously know, um, music journalism ain't exactly the most uh, a popping thing ever, um, but it's still there. And, you know, like we have as our, you know, as the motto for the show, you know, there's a lot of clickbait. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of garbage, right? And, uh, you know, it's, it's good that it's good that you guys um, have taken this particular show for what it is and have made it 
probably more than I thought it would be in some ways. I think in, in one way I saw it as, you know, just something that was a good extension to what you guys were already doing. Um, but it's good that you guys have taken it into something that has, um, that has given some added importance and, uh, and, uh, and uh, I guess relevance as well to not just you guys and your work and the work you do outside of everything uh, outside the pod, but also for other writers as well. And just, um, you know, highlighting those people as well, because there are a lot of names that you guys have given um, that I've never heard of before pants. And, you know, that's something to be, I think, personally proud of. Um, so if you guys want to pat yourself on the back for that, go for it. Um, but yeah, uh, I've kind of went on a tangent there. My bad, but yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to, I just wanted to extend it to like you know what this show is obviously and um, the importance of it. I think because um, I, I I don't know if you guys have a have heard a show in this in the way that we're trying to do it, but um, you know yeah, I think I think it's kind of rare and it's unique in that sense, and uh, I, I kind of. I really, I really do appreciate that in, in um, just as a, just as a producer of a show and just the fact that I can say that, you know, this is, you know, a truly unique show in itself and uh, having several personalities bring their own flavor um, to every piece and why they like this piece and how they're drawn to it. Um, not enough beef from show to show. I feel like uh, there should be much more, uh, uh go fuck yourself that that was that was bullshit but you know that's just me i like <laughs> i like arguing uh but <laughs> but you know that's that's just that's just me but uh yeah i'll, I'll leave on that for 2021 more banter you fucking americans more banter more banter <laughs> yes all the vents, all the vents. I mean, the biopic stuff is the biopic stuff is really fun. Yeah, the biopic yes. stuff is really funny as shit. Like, I've I've, I've <laughs> appreciated that honestly. So that's 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 just one. That's just one. Make that. Sh- I just love the running jokes. I love the running jokes. It's, it's <laughs> great. I, lo- I love a running. Uh, who doesn't love a running gag? You know, what I mean, it's just it's 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 beautiful. So, uh, you know, m- more of that. Actually, do you guys to finish off? Do you guys have any actual um, goals for the show itself, or just um, or I guess uh, for what? uh you can extend it to yourselves but uh but we can we can we'll, we'll stick it for the show if you uh, for for first but you can go personally if you want so uh open room whoever wants to go first yeah man like i guess i want for the show to see the kind of random insane growth that we saw this year from it literally being dead in the water at the start of the year to mickey coming on and just we don't like, talk about that <laughs> we will talk about it because it's, it. it's a part of it like if you go if listeners if you go to episode eight then to episode nine just look at the look at the difference <laughs> <laughs> that's all mickey man that's all mickey coming on and like completely out of nowhere just reinvigorating the way we did the podcast like just literally getting a structure in mickey's responsible for getting elliot on the podcast which is like one of the best parts of my like music journalism career so far it's like after that podcast, seeing Mickey pop champagne in the Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Brandon Tyler and Joshua, I, haven't had the, I, I think I deleted that video, unfortunately, but yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would I delete the oh, video or pop champagne in the Crocs? Because if it's oh, the second question, I, not even, I shouldn't have to answer that for you. 
Oh, uh, he, he he wanted to do it after every interview, and I was like, "Cool, you got to cop a lot of champagne." Then calm down. Yeah. We don't have a champagne sponsor. But yeah, that, let's get on that. Whatever yeah. you and your liver like. I pop um, I pop champagne and Crocs after the James the James Blake piece drop. Yeah, sure. Those are warranted moments. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, you deserved it. But like, yeah. So for twenty twenty one, I see more random stuff like that. I want to bring more people onto the. To the platform of essential source, more voices, and just see where they take us. Because like we brought Joshua on, and then um, you guys, Mickey and Joshua, have brought Staring the Source, which is amazing. It's a really cool thing yeah. that went off from the main podcast. So I guess like I don't have a specific thing that I want to do for twenty twenty one, but I know that like a year is a long time, and we're gonna yeah we're gonna expand on it. Uh, for me, I just want to uh, get a job and move <laughs> from England, please. <laughs> Ah, ah. I, I would. I just want to say before anyone continues, I, I don't know if you clocked that that very cautious optimism uh, that was just uh, bleeding throughout that uh, what Ryan was saying. So I uh, just wanted to lay that as a as a foundation because I feel like everyone's just going to be cautiously optimistic with everything. <laughs> yeah, progress. Any sort of progress would be great. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. <laughs> let's expand on that. I mean, well, Joshua kind of mentioned it, but we like. Hey, anyone out there listening, sponsor this motherfucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this year I give you stack deliverables. Pull up. Yeah, <laughs> listen, we can talk about artistic growth all day, but literally, hey, fund this shit, homie. Let's I, go. I, I promise we will not spend the money on Mickey's drinking habit. I promise. <laughs> it's okay, money. It's okay, Mickey. I got you, bro. It's like when you come down to ATL, I'll make you some drinks. My former bartender like okay. bag will finally be reached. Cool. First Let's, of all, I'll I'll sip, sip and cocktails and instead of popping cheap champagne. Cocktail <laughs> spot over here. <laughs> I read Brandon's tweets and I'm like, where was that on my Thursday night? Like, that's not how <laughs> I was going to say, you saw that. That was so good. I be- I was so proud of myself, too. I made a, uh, for the listeners here, for the context, I made a Johnny Silverhand from Cyberpunk because I was playing the game and they uh, served yeah. the drink and I was like, oh, that sounds good. But I didn't have all the ingredients, so I kind of winged it. I had to, like, substitute some things and I used my bartending experience uh, and it turned out really good. It was, it's like a tequila old-fashioned. I used, like, tequila, Grand Marnier, orange bitters um and i made my own simple syrup and yeah that's about it there's i'm not gonna go into the full details <laughs> that's basically the gist of the drink it's it's, it's, it's good to, it's good to know once it, uh, we will link up at one point in person that we have two drink fakers so that'll be good <laughs> so i expect the drinks to be slapping just the same and i'll cook too and i'll, and I'll cook i can't too. cook I'll, i'll i definitely can't cook we can eat um 2021 central sauce podcast i hope that charlie can hear me i hope that whatever <laughs> i buy that charlie can hear me <laughs> uh, but i think what ryan said i think something when you're creating a project that gets lost a lot is the value of consistency because we're all obsessed with quality like the best guess the best articulation the best descriptions but more often than not, it's just about doing it even when it's not great or even when we're tired or when we don't have ideas. Being yep. consistent pays off. And clearly the podcast is how I ended up a part of Central Sauce. So that was one of the best things the podcast has ever done for me is meeting you guys. Um, and then I think personally, oh, I'm just a hot mess. No, I think I want to make choices. I just want to trade off like one bad habit for a better habit. Like do one less shitty thing for... A marginally better thing next year. I don't know. I don't know. 
take? Um, uh, well, for me, it's like I want to see, like, like, like all of you. I feel like we're all going to say a lot of the same things in certain parts, but I definitely want more guests, more voices. Um, more Shade. Yeah, more, more Shade. More honestly, more, more Shade. More K-pop. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. You know, here's the thing. If we could somehow interview a K-pop person, that would be great. I would really love that. Um, but <laughs> but it's possible. it's I, I, that would be awesome. But um, this and also like exploring different t- avenues of of music around the world. I think we've have certain we've had certain pieces that I've explored. Like we've had like uh, Nigerian like the Ansar's movement stuff. We would I would love to see like some as Joshua was about to like do some stuff with us and um, Hindi influences as well. And just like this awesome like music in that, in that regard. So that'll be, I think that'll be super dope to like just bring different to like, cause we're already extremely diverse um, worldwide, but I would love to bring some journalists on from like uh, around the globe as well. Um, and then personally, have the book published. Uh, let me see. And I don't know, man. Maybe be more financially better. Trying to trying to get money, bro. Like, <laughs> trying, to, trying to get trying to get my chips and dip, bro. Trying to have my chips with the dip, bro. <laughs> it's hard out here. Oh gosh. I literally uh, try to add the seasoning to Tyler's seafood sauce playlist with the songs. I oh yeah, and more music um, curation. Definitely want to do that more. Um, get some more channels started, more playlists started for. And helping artists like being like getting exposed and discovered. Like I love discovery. That's something I'm really, really passionate about. So yeah. That's what's up. Maybe me? Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't them. That's me. All right. Um goals goals for the <laughs> podcast are I wanna see more of I think I said this like last year too, and we did this little recap episode, but more of our impact, right? So more like I really love those small little moments where someone is like really appreciates like what our mission is. Right. Which is to, you know, further establish that like good solid writing, particularly in music journalism, uh, but also just journalism in general, isn't dead. Right. Um, That there are some very intellectual people, some very good writers and like that are creating this amazing art that we platform. And I think that like, as our podcast grows and central sauce in general grows, we have a huge, like we have, we really have a huge potential to change that entire conversation around music journalism and around journalism in general. Um, that's kind of like an upper tier goal of what I see, like the potential just for our, our podcast and for Central Sauce as a whole. Um, but especially in Search of Sauce, the podcast, I think, reaches those objectives very clearly and very succinctly. Um, and I think that's something we're doing really well. And, you know, we just need to keep growing from here. And I think we'll see more and more of that as it goes. Um, as for me personally, I would like to, I don't know, I'm applying to grad school. So hopefully I'll be going to grad school. Um, and then, you know, just get being more established as a writer, um, add, add a couple bylines to a couple new places and, you know, just kind of build a, build a not what's the right word it's not community and it's not fans but basically like build my own content in a way that people know why they read my stuff right they know what you know what my writing style is and what kind of things i'm trying to say and they have a a sort of 
sort of picture for like what that work is cumulatively, I guess, you know, a little bit of recognition in that way. So. Cool. Yeah. You may drink comedy or. <laughs> no, that's just, that's just a side gig, Charlie. That gets me uh, back yeah, on the side. Well, I've been a bartender. I want to not do that anymore. That's, that's, <laughs> that's right. I'm upgrading to cocktail connoisseur. If I'm drinking them, I don't want to be making them for other people anymore. Ooh, <laughs> I have to pop off, you guys. I have a phone call in 90 seconds, but uh, this was awesome. And Brandon, yeah, man. I think something that's really cool and my favorite thing about you guys in Central Sauce is no other outlet in hip-hop ever gives accolades to other hip-hop writers. No. It's always about the artist, the producer, the industry, the gossip, the tumultuousness. Some, some, A lot of it's good, but Literally, I think we're the only platform I found that big ups other journalists and actually analyzes their pieces. Yep. So I think we yeah. should do that in 2021. Because I think yeah. we love that. But y'all are the best. Take care. Yeah. Thank you, guys. It's been good. This episode of In Search of Source featured Brandon Hill, Josh Mawadera, Michaela Back, Ryan Gore, and Tyler Jones at the Central Source Creative Collective, and me. The episode was edited by me, Charlie Taylor, Fifth and Podcast Network. Music for your show is Function Top of Barsity. Thanks to Chop Records for the ability to use. This has been a Central Source Fifth Element Podcast Network production. Links with Barsity, Chop Records, Central Source, Fifth Element can all be found in the full show notes below. Thanks for listening. We hope to see you next time as we continue our search for Source.